That's All right, fun. guys, we are back with another episode. Did you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Brandy. It's Kim. And it's Darielle. Um, today we have a special guest, and I will let her introduce herself. You know, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, give us your IG, Twitter, and all that good stuff. Okay, hey guys, it's me, Sally Kay. Um, I'm a makeup artist in the uh, Southern Ohio region. Um, I'm also a college student. Uh, some of y'all know me off of IG as Simply Sally. Some of y'all also know me on Twitter as Simply Sally. Some may say I'm a troll, but I do like to refer to myself as an intellect um, who likes to cause trouble from time to time. And that's it. That's all it is. And so, yeah, there we go. Okay. Well, welcome to our show. Um, so, I have a couple shout outs um, this week. The first one is Miss Brit G. Um, that's her Instagram. She also has a food page. It's One Kitchen B. Um, I get tacos from her often, mm. and they are amazing. She like fries the shells. Oh, Ooh, so that good. sounds so good. <laughs> and I got, I used to get tacos from her like years ago, and she like took a couple years off, I think, because she had her baby. And as soon as she posted it, I was on it. <laughs> yeah, I was on it, and I've been back ever since. So, Let me get a taste. Yes, follow her and order some food from her. Um, the second shout out I have is bundles of Iris. I believe is how you say it. She is a new listener, um, so just want to shout you out. Um, hey, rem- girl, what it do? <laughs> okay, do y'all have any? No. All right. Um, any announcements? Mm-mm. I don't think so. No. Yes. I just got a new job. Okay. Yes. Congratulations. I want to give a shout out to God. <laughs> you feel me for coming through? Because this quarantine season has been a struggle. Girl. You feel me? I lost my job only to get a new one and a better one, honestly, two weeks later. So that's great. You feel Amazing. me? We got to give thanks to God. Won't he me? do it? He said he would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Facebook group, Take Control Podcast. And our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So the first topic um, two senior students from Carrollton High School in Georgia get expelled after uploading a racist TikTok video. Um, I watched the video and they basically did, what was it? How to build a nigga video. So when we're talking about people, uh, what, when we're talking about white folks, that means, uh, how to build a nigger. That's how racist it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, thoughts. Did you guys watch it? I, I, I did. I seen it. I seen it. I hate just in general when people are consciously doing something and then you come back and you try to apologize Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there's a video i posted today with the little new filter where it's like they jumble up a word and you have to say it the white girl started to read it she was like she's like i'm I'm not trying to get in trouble right she's like y'all not about to set me up and it's just that simple you know what i mean like her heart was in the right place she stopped herself and she was like not today Mm -hmm. whereas these two it's like y'all were clear in what y'all did so come back to and to apologize and then when you got i think the school the college that she was trying to go to completely Mm -hmm. deny her application and she was like i hate black people like she came back and just doubled down on what she did Mm -hmm. to begin with it's like 
Girl, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, when all I right. seen her <laughs> bitching about the college thing, and then she said something along the lines of somebody does one thing and it messes up their career. And I commented on the post and was like, say that to all the falsely accused black men that no longer have an NFL career. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever they were going through in college, they mess up once mm-hmm. because of a false accusation. Their career, you know, everything is gone. So welcome to welcome to you know a little taste welcome of black culture. Reality. Okay, it's like they don't understand that there's consequences for their actions. But here's the thing: this is where I feel like we need to start. We need to start holding white people accountable and start teaching them that racism is not an excusable mm-hmm. mistake. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That stuff is intentional. You teach it to your children. They're spewing that hatred out there into the world. There's consequences for those actions. Somebody had tweeted this dude. His name was Discount Kyrie up on Twitter, and I loved it. He said, racist, well, one mistake shouldn't ruin your life, you, to death until you start talking about black folks in prison. Then it's a conversation about personal responsibility. And I think that's something we Mm -hmm. need to start holding white people up to, especially when it comes to teenage kids, because you have them, like, saying nigger or making these uh, hateful, racist-ass tweets Mm -hmm. and getting up there and being like, I was young, I didn't know what I was doing. No. There becomes a point where, like, consciousness comes into place and you know the difference between right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And I need, like, heavy consequences to be taken into, like, effect. So that way, white people are taught from an early age, when you act off of your racist thoughts, Mm -hmm. there will be consequences for it. It's not just a little action. It's not cute. You know what I'm saying? For social media, which is basically what the kid, like, the little girl was trying to, like... Um, how she was trying to excuse it. She was like, it was just a weak and vulnerable moment. My boyfriend was like influencing me with his racism. I was like, baby what? girl, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. As I if saw, you know, on your I own saw that. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you know what's the funny thing too? When you think about it, they didn't just make that for their own personal entertainment. Right. They right. have friends who are racist. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They probably have parents who are racist. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So this is, this is like a warning, not only to like them too, but also the people around them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you'll think twice. Yeah. So do you guys think that the consequences they received was fair? Because then they get expelled yes. from school too? Yes. And not allowed to graduate. Yes. Yeah. I do. That's deep. I do. I How think many? it's fair. Extremely. Yeah. How many black kids have been stripped of uh, their graduation, um, their ability to walk across the platform for making like stupid mistakes? You know what I'm right. saying? There was just a kid that they told him he had to cut his dress or he couldn't mm-hmm. walk across oh, the stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So it's like basic human things we're not mm-hmm. allowed to do mm-hmm. be ourselves right. and then you have people like you said that just spew hate and it's like they think they can just get away with it because rich mommy and daddy or whatever the case may be it's not right yeah it's disgusting yeah because when we when we uh when we excuse racism like that mm-hmm. what we're basically saying is it's a personality trait mm-hmm. you feel me right. and it's not it's a character flaw right and it needs to be like reprimanded and white people need to be taught like mm-hmm. no this is genuinely not okay mm-hmm. you feel me so yeah, i agree mm-hmm. all right so moving on i want to play a little clip from jada uh Didn't she end it by saying they ruined relationships? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it just... Here it goes. Don't have a baby. Have fun. Have fun. I love my baby, don't get me wrong, but, like, they ruin relationships to me. I feel like babies ruin relationships. Here we go. If you 
All right, so a lot of people were saying that she was correct, but worded it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll let y'all go first, and then I'll give my. No, thoughts. no, no, Daria, how do no, you feel about no, it? I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't have no kids, so I can't really speak to it. Like it's never impacted in my relationship. I don't have no kids. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I do know that looking from the outside, looking in, um, you always see people in relationships have a baby and break up. And I'm not saying that babies are the cause of it, but mm-hmm. I think all of the responsibility that takes that comes with taking care of that child is what ultimately weighs in on the relationship. Mm-hmm. I think especially women, you start to see things from their partner, you feel me, that you feel like they're lacking, they're not contributing, they're not helping out with, or yeah. that they do do and you don't agree with, things that you didn't notice mm-hmm. or you wouldn't notice unless you were tied to that person or you had... Um, almost a task that you had to like tackle together and mm-hmm. taking care of a child is like a huge like responsibility yeah. you feel me so mm-hmm. that's the way I've always seen it but this is why I say when you lay down with somebody mm-hmm. make sure you know them deep enough to their character enough that if you were to produce a child it would mm-hmm. like you know that they would somehow be a good like not just a good partner to you but like a good, a good parent, parent, yeah, good parent. Right. so yeah I don't know. I feel like my first initial thing watching this was like when she was talking about them ruining relationships. First of all, what I thought was fucked up, she gonna make the video and then pick up her kid at the end. What like <laughs> what what are you doing, bro? Talking about I love you. What are you doing? And this comes from so I love my baby, but but right. And um, I feel like y'all have heard me talk about it briefly as a kid. Um, I don't know if I've gone into too much depth, but like. The relationship I had with my mom from kid on is a little bit rocky, and she would make comments like, if I could do it all over again, I'd have none of you or one of you. And what she was saying, you know, was basically like, sorry that I'm not delivering up to, like, how I should be as a parent. So to hear those things and then see see how she moved in the sense of, like, I don't want to say men were her priority, but men definitely were, like, always around, always around. And it was like, if it didn't work out because of us or whatever the case may be, it just, just was a weird position for a kid to be in. So I automatically felt for the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck whatever she's saying. I felt bad for the kid in the sense of, like, he's going to look back at that video and or he's going to, you know, grow up with the intent of, like, his mom making slick-ass comments to him like that. And to him, as a kid trying to develop like that, is not going to think, oh, my mom still loves me. She's just dealing with things. He's going to be like, oh, well, I'm not wanted and I'm not valued and I don't care. You know what I mean? He's going to grow up to be a shit human. Maybe not. We don't know. But when you feel those things, like I said, speaking from experience, when you feel those things, they definitely affect your relationships with people in your life. They Mm -hmm. definitely do. When you feel that resentment or whatever it may be from your family. Like she said, I love my kids. Same thing my mom would say. She loves her kids. Glad she had all of them. But to sit there and tell your children that you feel that way is gonna is gonna fuck with them. It's it's different if but you I don't feel even that think way. She meant it in that sense. Like I don't even think she was trying to say that like I feel like my child is a burden. Like I think that she was saying that like literally the responsibility of this child has impacted. I think she said it the wrong way. Mm. But I think her intentions behind it was completely different. You feel me? And that's where that's where I think the conversation lies. Like I don't even think she was necessarily even attacking her child. She's just saying like 
Because even like when you take everything into account that she said, she said, go have fun, go do you, enjoy your life while you're young and stuff like that. I think she's talking about everything that comes with like motherhood or just parenthood, being a parent overall, you feel me? It's not to necessarily say I'm looking at my child and they're like a complete obstacle, but I'm looking at my child and I've realized the way that they have impacted my life, you feel me? Like I can't do this no more without taking my children into account. Mm -hmm. Things that I could do freely if I did not have kids, I can't do that because I have a child. And being in a relationship did not, it didn't make it easier. Like adding a child to the picture did not make it easy. I think that's what she was trying to say ultimately. Mm -hmm. She just said it the wrong way. I think those things are valid, but like, trust me, hearing that shit is not something you want to hear. And And the thing is, and that's what I'm saying. Like she, every parent can feel that way. That's completely normal. Mm -hmm. That's, everybody knows that if you didn't have, literally a human to take care of shit would be different Mm -hmm. and you can express that with your friends and your family but when you say that type of stuff in front of your kid it's not okay you just feel like she should have been more responsible in how she went about it yes i agree with that i think she should have definitely been more intentional about the word choice and stuff like that because if her child ever hears that video they're gonna be like dang trust me i know i know firsthand that's what i'm saying it could have just been handled differently yeah for sure um i think to play off of what you guys both said I do think it's something that she's gonna have to circle back to when her child is older mm-hmm. um but I think or I hope that what she said is not what she meant mm-hmm. I mean if you kind of pick apart what she said she was like you know go have fun and I think for women we need to learn who's for fun and who's for forever mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I've said this on the show before that my mom always told me like you can have fun without letting the world know you have fun. Mm. If you want to have sex, go have sex. That don't mean you got to get pregnant. You mm. know what I mean? And that don't mean you even have to get to the point where you have to make a decision on whether or not you want to keep a child that you accidentally got pregnant with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think as women, like I said, we have to know who's fun. What's fun? Is this a fun thing or is this a long-term thing? Is this a marriage thing? Is this a baby thing? Or is this just, we? I just enjoy having sex with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it don't have to go beyond that. Mm-hmm. So, and... One thing that always stuck with me, I remember I was listening to a podcast, Sarah Jakes Roberts was saying, I think when you have a baby, it's a huge life change. Whether you're in a relationship, whether you're not in a relationship, but especially when you're in a relationship. And I remember her saying, like, you don't adjust to your new baby. You make sure your baby adjusts to you, especially when you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of men talk about women who let their kids sleep in Mm -hmm. their bed. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, although that life is yours and you're responsible mm-hmm. for it, you still have a partner that you are ultimately responsible for As a well. piece of their happiness. So that's where it comes into play, where it's like the kid has to get adjusted to how this life was going before they got here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to just neglect my kid because my nigga is here, but yep. at the same time, you got to find the balance. And balance. I think it's a lot of, it's hard for mothers mm-hmm. to do that because it's your baby. It came out of you, mm-hmm. rightfully so. You're going to make sure your kid is good, mm-hmm. but should it be to the detriment of your relationship? Making sure your partner is mm-hmm. also happy like i think there's and it, i don't anybody take this the wrong way i'm just saying like i think it has to be a balance like it, one can't be over the other yeah. and it's a very hard balance i think to find and i'm not a, i'm not a mom so i'm not speaking from experience but mm-hmm. i think what she was ultimately trying to say sarah jakes in that podcast is that it has to be a balance and what i think she was trying mm-hmm. jada was trying to say was if you're in it to have fun have fun. A right. baby don't have to be a product of you having fun with it, with somebody. Right. Like you don't got to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. This is all coming from people who and don't this got is no somebody kids. Who has a mom. Yeah, it was so now, so now so, your perspective. That's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, okay. So as a mother, I'm not going to assume what she meant 
mm-hmm. or try to figure out what she meant. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say as a mom, I don't think that kids ruin relationships. Mm-hmm. I, because from experience, when I have left my kids' fathers, is just because of them, not mm-hmm. because of my children. Mm-hmm. If anything, my children were a motivation for me to leave. Mm-hmm. But as far as like personally... I do agree. Wait to have kids. Have your fun. Live your life. Because I've been a mother since I was 20. So there's a lot of things that I haven't been able to experience. I I didn't get, I didn't go to college. I never experienced, you know, living in the dorm room and things like that. Like there's a lot of things that I missed out on and I wish I would have waited. Like I get what she's saying. I love my children, but I wish I would have waited. Now Mm -hmm. saying that they ruin relationships, I don't agree with that part. Mm. Um, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Like Brandy said, I agree with everything you guys said. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, just wait, have your fun. Don't be quick to get pregnant. I, I feel like a lot of people get pregnant for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I see people all day. It makes me cringe when people are like, "Oh, this baby's so cute. I want one." Or just because you think you love a nigga, you gotta give him a baby. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It's I can see what she meant, though. I mean, because a lot play, of things do go downhill. Right. But and just play devil's advocate. If you feel like kids ruin relationships, there's space for that, too, if that's how you feel. Yeah. I mean, I hold right. grace for that, too. Like, it's a fucked up thing to say. But yeah. if that's how you feel. Like, that's how you feel. There, there was a, a clip of Monique saying, like, she didn't, like, she wanted Hollywood over being a mother. Yeah. Like, she yeah. didn't. Yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. You got an answer to that. Yeah, at some point with your mm-hmm. kids, but I mean, if that's how you feel, and just I mean, like you don't have to say going it. Going back <laughs> to what you said earlier, yeah. I do agree though. Like in the sense of like creating a balance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're all gonna serve different roles mm-hmm. throughout our entire lifetime. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be a mother. I'm gonna be a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. Mm-hmm. Each role has like different things that are required of me. You feel mm-hmm. me? If I once I become a mother, that is like the role that I play, like 80% of who I am all the mm-hmm. time. That like 20% that's left, my partner is going to feel neglected. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, so how can I nurture a relationship if I'm only focused on one thing? Right. And not to say that like your child shouldn't be your main priority. That's not true. You feel mm-hmm. me? But you also have to like water and like nurture the other plants if you want them to grow Mm -hmm. you feel me if i want this relationship to stay established i also got to feed into my relationship i got to feed into my relationship you know i think it was uh john legend and what chrissy teigen that said Mm -hmm. like they put themselves before their kids Mm -hmm. and everybody took that wrong but i knew what they meant yeah yeah and it was what you just said like making sure that you have a balance for both of Mm -hmm. you know your relationship and your kid because if y'all aren't stable Mm -hmm. y'all aren't happy Mm -hmm. you're bound to fuck up the family anyway but Mm -hmm. i think that's on the parents that's not on the child it's not I remember when I was younger, my pastor used to preach on this. And I used to be like, that's fucked up. The kids should come first. You know what I mean? But he made a point where he said, if you make sure that your wife comes before all else, your husband becomes uh, comes first before all else, your children will always have a family. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you make sure that relationship, that foundation is solid mm-hmm. between you and your partner, as, th- as long as things are going on, good between you two your kids will always have a structured family you feel me as Mm -hmm. long as you're always nurturing that relationship between your partner Mm -hmm. and it's not even to say again it goes back like people i get it children are very important they're always a priority their their safety their health their Mm well-being comes first but you got to remember if my goal is to have a one family like unit or whatever to make sure my family stays together Mm -hmm. i can't neglect my partner who's also the head of my family right you feel me 
So. Not even only that. Single parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I... And like I said, this is, again, coming from somebody who has no experience with being a mom. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to lose who I am mm-hmm. because I'm a mom now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I still have things that I want to achieve. I still have goals that I want to pursue. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get so wrapped up in motherhood. motherhood. And mom guilt is a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. I have to tell my oh, friend yeah. all the time, like, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Like, your kids are great. You deserve Right. You deserve that to take dream, a vacation for four days. Your yeah. kids are fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I really had to tell her one day, like, what are you going to do when you look up and they're grown mm-hmm. and they're out living their life and mm-hmm. they're not attached to you at the hip mm-hmm. no more and you haven't done anything that you wanted to do because mm-hmm. you felt like it was taking away time from your kids. Yeah. Like, mom guilt is a real thing, but I wholeheartedly mm-hmm. believe that I cannot give the best to my kids if I'm if not I'm the not best my, for me. If I'm not pouring into myself, how yes. can I pour into my children? And it's so period. interesting that you say that because I, I even deal with that now to where mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not good enough, I'm not being a good mom, but it's like, it was a point in time where I was mom 24-7. I went to school, and I was a stay-at-home mom. That was everything. And it came to a point where I was just sad. I was depressed because, like, mm-hmm. literally, I felt like my life was on hold. I put school on hold plenty of times. I didn't take jobs that I wanted plenty of times because I'm like, my kids, my kids, my kids. And then I look up, and I'm almost 30, and I'm like, there's so much shit that I did not accomplish because I mm-hmm. felt like you're a mom, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And also my mom struggles with the same thing. Like she worries about me and my sister so much that she does not have a life. Like she's literally sad that my sisters are about to graduate and go to college because she doesn't know what to do with herself. Her life revolves around us. Mm -hmm. So it's like, she's like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. So that, I mean, that's real. Mom deal is real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. just, I mean, to other mothers, I would just say it's okay to have a life outside of that. Mm -hmm. Don't, I mean, like Sally said, your kids are a priority. They're always going to be a priority, but put yourself first, too. Mm -hmm. That's healthy. Yeah. All right. So moving on, I have a clip to share from Joe Budden, which I really can't stand him, but. (laughs) I love this video because I had a tweet off of it that went viral. (laughs) (laughs) heard it, so. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so weak. Y'all will just give a nigga some more oh. sex. Sometimes y'all will invite yourselves over five times a week. Sometimes y'all will want to call every day and talk. Man, I'm not a dickhead. I'm gonna answer the phone and talk. Let's talk. But no, I have not said I wanted to be a, wanted to be your boyfriend. I have not said I'm looking for a relationship. I have not said that I view you in that light. I am just enjoying what's happening. And because you are trying to sell yourself as the greatest girlfriend in the world, you wonder why it's not reciprocal. So you understand what actually... I wish I would have... I don't know what she said after that. I think it cut off after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody sent this to me and I was like, I think it's not just a man thing. I think men and women mm-hmm. do this. I've done this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you don't want to flat out be rude, but you know you ain't got no intentions to be with this man. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I literally just sent a text to my friends and I was like, I mean, that would require you to be my boyfriend, but I don't want to be your girlfriend. So it's like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. But um, to his point, when I when somebody said that to me, I was like, I've never sold, I've never tried to sell myself as the world's greatest girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But what I take issue with that is not saying something is saying something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're just going with it mm-hmm. and you're not saying anything to her at all. 
she's left with her own thoughts to assume that this is more than what it is. Mm -hmm. So it has to be clear communication. I like hanging out with you. I like spending time with you, but I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Again, this is a fun thing. You know what I mean? And at that point, it's on her to make a a decision whether or not she wants to stay or leave. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really disagree with what he said. So I think in part of that video, too, he he notes that he's already expressed at the very beginning mm-hmm. that he didn't want a relationship, mm-hmm. but he allows it to can go to go yeah. on. Mm-hmm. This goes back to what you said in regards to communication. Um, but I always say communication is a two-way street. Yeah. As a woman, if you are dealing with a man and you find yourself falling into wifely duties or whatever, or mm-hmm. you're doing girlfriend things for them, but nothing has been said as to what you are, even if he is like reciprocating mm-hmm. everything back to you. I think it is your job and your responsibility to ask him directly. What and are your intentions yes. with me? You feel me? I will never, and I have a big thing, I have a big thing where I'm like, I'm not doing no girlfriend things for men who, I'm not his girlfriend. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, and that's just flat out. You know what I'm saying? But again, going back to what you said, not saying anything is saying anything. And I think, to me, what that says, if I were to do all that stuff for you mm-hmm. and you never say anything, that speaks highly about your character. Your char- yeah. yeah, that's a character. You're okay, so you. question. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. this is just a spinoff because Brandy and I kind of started having this conversation on our live, but we mm-hmm. didn't continue. So what is the line that you draw between girlfriend and like, or friend, girlfriend, wife? Yes, like, like where is the line drawn? Like what won't you do if you're not? Me. Yeah. Okay, so when, and this is just me personally, I literally have like a structured list because I feel like if I'm doing all that stuff for you, Mm -hmm. it's because we have a certain level of commitment to each other. You Mm -hmm. feel me? So if we're just dating, then we're just dating. The dating process is really like, and people have like made it this huge extended process. So Mm -hmm. that's why all like the wifely, the girlfriend duties, the boyfriend Mm -hmm. duties gets caught up somewhere in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So like I have a thing where it's like, if we're dating, we're just dating. We're just getting to know each other. I like you enough. To say, I will commit myself to you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm not cooking for you. Mm-hmm. You're not spending the night at my house and stuff like that. We're just getting to know each other. Why right. are you doing all of that? You right. feel me? If I want to have sex with you, hey, that, like, that, that's my decision. If you want to have like, sex, that's your decision. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, if home. you want to make them there. You feel me? <laughs> but why am I cooking for you? Why am I cleaning for you? Like, why am I in your, like, personal business to the point where I'm helping you with your business? Mm-hmm. Um, You feel me? Why am I meeting your family members? Why am I trying to establish relationships with your family right. members? There's no level of commitment between you and I. Right. Mm-hmm. We're none of that. You feel me? To me, that's a girlfriend. Right. If I'm doing all of that stuff and no co- like communication has been mm-hmm. established as to what we are, what's happening here is you're milking the cow. Yeah. Like, you feel me? You're milking the cow. And to me, that speaks highly about your character. This goes back to what I just said because I like character means a lot to me. You feel me? I want to be with a man who's responsible and who cares enough to honor me. Mm-hmm. You see me, and this is where I have a problem with men, you see me doing all these things, and men know. And they'd let you do it. They will let yeah. you do it. They like, look at her trying to impress. Like, they know that shit. Mm-hmm. And when they get tired, or they get bored, or they want to look out some at, like at other women and stuff like that, you know what their excuse always falls back on? Well, we wasn't in a relationship. We wasn't right, and that's what I'm saying. The conversation has to be had. Like, I had that conversation with my homeboy. I'm like, just because... 
you know what I mean? You haven't said anything or you even if you state like I'm not trying to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. I'm trying to take it slow. Your actions need to match what you're saying yep, because exactly. what a woman will do is she'll hear you say, I want to take it slow. I'm not looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. but you coming over, you staying at night, you taking me out to eat, mm-hmm. you spending time, we doing this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. You're doing relationship shit. Yeah. shit. So regardless of what you say, mm-hmm. you my nigga. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, because your actions speak mm-hmm. something different. So I was telling him, like, if you're telling her you trying to take it slow, stop going over her house. Mm-hmm. Stop staying the night over there. Stop letting that girl mm-hmm. bring you stuff when you sick. Like, mm-hmm. stop doing that. Like, because mm-hmm. then when she call you tripping, I don't want to hear nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't call exactly. me about it because mm-hmm. you wrong, my nigga. Yeah. Yes. Just because you tell the truth don't mean you ain't a fuck nigga. It's like, true. you still right. a fuck nigga. Regardless if you tell the truth, it's your actions. It's yeah. true. So. Again, though, I feel like responsibility does fall into. Or like, women, well, yeah. You oh, need no, to oh, know oh, your oh, boundaries. I think on both. Yeah, yeah. I say both. Yeah. Yes. Because let me tell you something else. Okay, so. As a man, like, we already established the woman's part, right? Yeah. I need to ask you what it is or whatever. But as a man, too, I'm seeing all of this stuff. If I'm seeing a woman is doing all this stuff and I still have no intentions of being with her, I need to say it. Fall because, back. Because exactly. if, not even fall back. Because if I tell you I still don't want a relationship and that's fine with you and you're doing all of this stuff mm-hmm. for me, like, at that point, I've already expressed again to you. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you got to make that reminder known. Yeah. You feel me? For so sure. that way, when she comes to her senses and she's like, okay, well, this is really not going Like, it's like her decision. You're like, maybe right. you genuinely as a person, you enjoy all that stuff. I enjoy going out on mm-hmm. dates with you. I enjoy spending time with you. I enjoy talking to you. I just don't want to be in a relationship. Right. Or maybe I just don't want to be in a relationship with you. You feel me? And yeah. I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I sometimes can't always blame a man, but I feel like he should always like... If you care about me enough, just as a human being, mm-hmm. respect me enough to con- con- like just remind me. Check yeah. in with. But that's check- the thing; they don't. They give don't. A yeah, they don't. <laughs> so as women, you gotta kind of be on alert. Like yeah. you gotta yeah. pay attention to signs and red flags and all that shit mm-hmm. because you can get wrapped up in some shit so quick yeah, and that's not even know how you got women there. We'll get wrapped up in it, mm-hmm. but. And I've talked about this on the podcast too. Unless we have a conversation that we in a relationship, I don't care what we're, we're not doing. in a relationship. We're not in a relationship. That's it. Right. Like unless we have a clear cut conversation, mm-hmm. we are now in a relationship. Money. We're not we in, a in a relationship. Yeah. We we have we kicking it. Like, yeah. Well, I think it comes down to boundaries too. And like when I was dating a few years ago too, like I would be straight up with people like I don't want a relationship. This is mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping with you. This is genuinely so we can go out and kick it together. Mm-hmm. And I had two different niggas think that I was their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when did we say that? Yeah. Yeah. We've been mm-hmm. on two dates. And right. then it gets cut from there. You know what I mean? So you, to me, it's it's the boundaries, like Sally was mm-hmm. saying. Like, this is what I'm not going to cross. This is where I'm not going to go. And even if you're on that end of, like, you don't want the relationship, you have to have those boundaries, too, for that opposite person. Like like you said, sorry, buddy, but you can't bring me dinner tonight. Yeah, You right. know what I mean? You can't do this for me tonight. That's that's a little much. It's a character yeah, thing. Yeah, and you should yeah. be able to speak up with that person, too. If y'all are close enough to, like, Go on a date, do but, all that stuff. You should be able to talk to them and be like, I'm good. But this goes back to yeah. what I just said a second ago. Because sometimes some people naturally give and it don't mean nothing to, to them to give. Like, for, for example. That's how I am. Some I men won't mean nothing Some to men me. will um, me spend too. money on you. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything to, to them. Because right. that's just who they are naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It don't even mean that they even want to be in a relationship with you. It's just they like you for the time being. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, everything's fine. So, even like. Um, me as a woman accepting gifts from a man knowing I don't want to be in a relationship with him I feel like if I've constantly made it be known I don't want it and you're still doing that stuff like it's his choice that's at that point it's your choice yep. mm-hmm. you feel me and at some point you're going to come to your senses 
oh, she, like, either she really doesn't want it or, well, it's cool because I was just, that's just who I am. And yeah. you just had this stuff. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's one of the two. So is there no onus for you to not accept it at all? Like, no, I'm cool. I'm not taking it. Yeah, I think when, like, to me, it's like, okay, you're giving me these things, but you're saying certain things. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, like you're just becoming a little possessive. I, I can tell you obviously have feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that's where I feel like it's a boundary because I care about you yeah. too much just as a human being. Yeah. I don't want to see you go down that road with me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But there's sometimes where I'm in the talking process with a guy and I think it becomes very clear to myself where I'm like, okay, well, I'm not really feeling this and I say it to them. You feel mm-hmm. me? And they continue to do what they're doing. And I'm like, just so you know, like, I'll take this. Or they think you playing hard. You right. feel me? And it's like, I really don't want it. I really Men are different than us women, yeah. I feel like, for sure. Because they, they do be thinking. They like the hunt. Yeah. The chase. But once a man tells me something, I'm gone. Oh, yeah, you ain't got to. Yeah, like, okay. You I ain't got to hurt twice. Okay. Bye. I do think that women have to figure out what their own boundaries is. Going back to what me and Dario was talking about on the live, you know, Cause you'll hear women say, I'm not doing wifely things and mm-hmm. you know, but it's different for each person. It's My true. boundary may not be your right. boundary. You and know that's what I mean? probably what they meant where it's like, you have to draw the line. Cause when, at the time I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? I have to draw the line. <laughs> what, is <it? laughs> yeah. what is the line? Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you, Brandy though. Like I'm a naturally giving person. So like, it's not shit to me. Like I'll bring my best guy friend some shit if he need it. You know yeah. what I mean? Same with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And that's not me being, I had this discussion at work. Cause I'm like, that doesn't mean I'm romantically involved with my best guy friend. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, but it means. I'm like, no, it no, doesn't. That's who That's I am. Who you, yeah. you know what right. I mean? So, like, even if it's an ex or whatever, mm-hmm. in the case may be, I'm going to be there for that person regardless because yeah. that's who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm there for my own shit brother that thinks I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. He called yeah. me today. Bro, I got you. I'm on the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just who yeah. I am. So, it does come down to, like, like Darielle said, your personal line. Like, what is that line drawn for you? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And see, I'm the same way, Kim, but I think with people like us, I've noticed when I don't set boundaries and I just give and give and give, it's draining. Yeah. And I have to learn, even though that's who I am, that certain people don't deserve that. Yeah. So. Now, if it's draining, I'm not there. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it's if it's a mutual respecting and understanding that, like, you know I got you, you got me type mm-hmm. shit. I'm not tripping, but if it's draining to the point where I'm chasing you and I got to keep coming and keep doing this, I'm good, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm not chasing you. I'm not, you know, gassing up your ego because she's still doing this. I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart. And if that gets abused or like Sally said, you're milking that cow, I'm done. And I'm not trying to shit talk men, but men do take. Men are takers. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And women are givers. Mm -hmm. Like we were taught to do X, Y, and Z. You feel me? And so in the process, I feel like, Again, it goes back to Joe was said. And I always say the game is the game. If you continue to give, you continue to give, a man will continue to take. Yeah. You continue to take. And no conversation be had. So when right. that that conversation finally reaches its like threshold yeah. and it's had, you can't even be mad. Yeah. Right. It's true. Yeah. Yep. You feel me? I think that it's true. Mm-hmm. And it's not even I, I'm not even go so far as to say like it's bad intentions on the men's part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she said, they'll just naturally continue to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it does take a conversation you to be like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And then it's clear and something is established or it's not. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't think it's just men are just ain't shit all mm-hmm. the time. They just, they don't know. Just like I said, mm-hmm. for me, some, I mean, I just be kicking it with people sometimes and I'll be like, I mean... What it is. So I was reading this article and I have to go back and read it again to refresh my memory. It was basically saying how, like, um, 
and this is how the whole conversation of like what's the line between a girlfriend and uh, wifely duties. It was basically an article about why you're always the one that got away. And it was saying how like women give and give and give and they do all this shit for a man and then he doesn't commit. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting read. I'm gonna try to find the link so I can share with everybody. Um, so a spinoff to this, this guy that I follow had made a tweet basically saying like, um, you can't drop your expectations off on men um, right off the rip. He said, we have to take our time to get to know one another, create a compromising system slash partnership that complements each party's involved. It's not always about raw emotions all the time. Real relationships are frustrating and take time to cultivate. Mm. He said real relationships are frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of feel like I kind of don't agree. I feel like you should put your ex- expectations out in the beginning. Like, I'm not saying like as soon as you meet a person, like, yeah, um, I need a husband and five kids. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but it's like early on, what do you want? Like, because I'm not just dating you and getting a relationship just to be in a fucking relationship to say I'm your girl. Like, this has to go somewhere. Like, I want something from this. And I feel like both parties should state that so they're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think that men and women just totally communicate in uh. two different languages. Mm-hmm. Um, a person that I was dating, anytime we talk about relationships now, he always... Um, references our first date and he was like you told me you know we were talking about what we wanted and you told me x y and z and i was just like why is she telling me all this <laughs> but in my mind to him i'm oversharing but in my mind it's like you asked me a question i'm just yeah. providing you an answer as to mm. why i don't date mm. or what mm-hmm. my last experience was mm. i wasn't placing anything on you mm-hmm. you asked me a question i gave you an yeah. answer mm-hmm. um so i think that again men and women just communicate completely different if I'm sitting down with somebody on our first date and you ask me, what am I looking for? My typical answer is, you know what I mean? I'm not looking for marriage today, but I also don't want to just randomly yeah. just waste mm-hmm. my time yeah. with people. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you my husband, mm-hmm. but you ask me what I'm looking right. for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if that's where it gets confusing for me. It's like, mm-hmm. are y'all looking for certain answers? Right. And he, like he said, the raw emotion isn't needed, but it's like... But what yeah. are you, you doing? Do? You know yes. so, I'm The way I see it, honesty and communication... From the very beginning, Getting. no matter how somebody takes it, no matter how they interpret it, mm-hmm. it sometimes something just has to be said, right? To be laid out, yeah. Like if you want to revisit the conversation, you want to revisit what I meant, we can do that, right? You right. Feel me? But I think it's very important as women that we lay out our expectations like earlier on in the beginning, mm-hmm. and so that way that man can like try to determine whether or not he can meet those expectations or right. not. Right. And I think it's the same thing, yeah, right? Exactly. And it's a general expectation. I'm not yeah. saying this is my expectation of you. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, you like asked. this is just it's, this, this is general. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah, this is what it is. So yeah. this basically I like when he said, go ahead. That, sorry, go ahead. he no, said something when he said creating a compromising system. Yeah. You feel me? Because it's a it's That's two way street. Yeah. A relationship is literally about you both finding different ways to compromise in different mm-hmm. areas, so that way mm-hmm. you can function together as yeah. Well. You know what I'm saying? True. At, you're always gonna have to compromise, but the difference is, are you settling? You it, feel me? Trying to, yeah, I'm trying to determine. You feel me? And so. I don't know. Yeah, continue though. It's so okay. funny. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Have you guys seen um, um, Sex in the City? No, I've heard. I've watched it. Oh, it okay. Just wasn't there was intrigued. a part in the movie where it was that, like, he came home, had a really bad day from work, but they had plans that evening. 
but he really didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, get up. Let's go because we haven't done anything in X amount of months and I want to go out. Mm-hmm. And he went, but he didn't really have a good time. Mm-hmm. So me and my homegirl was talking about it. And she was like, am I selfish? Because, I mean, I don't see what was the problem in what she did. I was like, no, you're not selfish, but I get both sides. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If he's tired, he had a bad day. Yeah. He doesn't want to go. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and space can be held for that. But I understand y'all also haven't done anything in months. So right. at that point, who's compromising? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Y'all got to take yeah. turns. Right. A right. system that works for you. That's why I like how he mm-hmm. worded it, creating yeah. a system between the two of you. Because that's another thing, too. I feel like a lot of people go into a relationship and there's parts of themselves that they don't realize can be an inconvenience to others. You feel me? And... But they just see it as it being part of their personality or mm-hmm. it being part of who they are. You feel me? And that other people should deal with it. And it's like, no, we have to come to a compromise. Mm-hmm. There's some areas where we have to work on it in ourselves. And it, sometimes it could help us towards self-growth. Right. For mm-hmm. example, in my previous relationship, I am sensitive, right? I didn't realize how hypersensitive I was, though. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things I took personally that weren't personal. Mm-hmm. personal. And he literally brought that to my attention. And he was like... I will be telling you this and I feel like you're hearing it from this perspective. Right. And he's like, and to me initially, I saw it as I'm sensitive. You got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to talk to mm-hmm. me in order to accommodate for my feelings. Right. But I didn't realize that what he was saying actually bared weight. Like, yeah. if I can't be honest with you, if I can't say like, I can't simply say something or I can't simply ask something of you without mm-hmm. you trying to read my read into my intentions or something like that, then it's impacting me. Now I can't communicate with you efficiently. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And I had to learn to compromise on that. Like, and in a sense, I had to let go of the thought that I'm just a sensitive person and people got to work with me. You feel me? (laughs) You feel me? I had to challenge myself to grow in that area. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I think that's something that people have to be willing to do when they go into a relationship. You got to be willing to snap and bend for that other person. I'm like that too. I take everything. I, to heart mm-hmm. I get so defensive everything hurts my feelings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'll just be ready to go off on people like I don't it's hard I don't know yeah. those I, are the type of relationships that you need though you do yeah. like I had a conversation with somebody similar and it was like this is what I felt like you did and I was like okay let me tell you what I heard because what you said may have been something different <laughs> from what I heard so I was like what I heard you say was mm-hmm. we could be having a general conversation and I come off very judgmental based off of what you said mm-hmm. and he was like that's what I said I was like okay good I do think it's uh, necessary because I was speaking of my mom too like my mom is a very personal selfish thinker in the sense of like if I, if I move any type of way like if I were to pick up and move states she would take that personal in the sense of like, well, you picked up and moved because you don't want to be around me. What? Who's or I picked up and moved because I don't want to be here anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and I noticed that I was the same way, but I never put two and two together. Yeah. So like, I've really been working on shifting my mindset and being like, okay, they weren't being a dick. That was me being like, you know, in my own head and being personal and like a selfish thinker and being like, mm-hmm. oh, like, oh, I took it that way. And every time I'd ask, whoever it is, every time I ask, is that what you meant? No. <laughs> okay, so clearly I got something I got to work on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I now, like, it's been, like, it's been mad. <laughs> it's been mad different, though, like, looking at the way I was viewing things versus what people really mean. Yeah. And, like, once they say something, not responding mm-hmm. and just waiting for them to 
double back or like explain themselves more. And then yeah. now I'm like, oh, that's what you meant. You know, mm-hmm. I, I never gave people a chance. I'd be like, hold on. That's not, no. Like, yeah. I never gave them the chance to be like, and here's what I mean by that. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I tell y'all that has changed my way of communicating like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. like, in a healthy way. Clear right. communication and healthy communication huge. is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And being able like, to look at yourself. And the, and the good thing is that you're not even there yet. Like, I'm just wow. now getting there and I'm 31. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're on the right path, girl. You're on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels really good, like, when I said, I think on the last episode, that growth you feel in real time, yes. like, girl, yeah, that felt good. Like, yeah. two points. So, yeah. yeah, it really, and you don't realize too, like, and I always say, if you're willing, if you're just willing to grow for the other person, and this, and this comes from like me being able to trust somebody. I always say when I commit to somebody, part of my commitment to that person is me saying that I'm going to become malleable enough to grow for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to, if you are telling me that there's something that, like, within my character, within mm-hmm. my personality that I need to work on in order to make it run smoother, for this yeah. relationship to run smoother, I'm, I trust your judgment enough to work on that. You that's feel love, me? While going girl. Into, you yes. feel me? That's the, and that's commitment. That's love. That's literally and what that's my, my relationship was. Like, him calling me on stuff and me being mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not. But and then now why, I look at him like, fuck yeah. But that's why, <laughs> but that's why I can't commit mm-hmm. to just anybody. Yeah. Like, my family be thinking, they be telling me, oh, you're so picky. And I'm like, no. You know what's crazy? Because I noticed that too when I... I went into a new relationship, this new person, just mm-hmm. growth all over the place. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. Mm-hmm. But when the other person is not on that same thing, it have you like be going frustrated. crazy. Blossy, like Frustrated. Yeah. 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 That's real, Sally. That's real. Yeah. Like I literally had someone like tell me things, like you said, out of like, like him being able to recognize me and know me and be mm-hmm. like, that's actually not you and you need to work on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, I am so thankful him because mm-hmm. he's the reason I am hitting these, mm-hmm. you know, personal milestones. Like you said, it's, I'm glad it's early enough mm-hmm. that like I could put these into play, mm-hmm. you know, when they need to be in because mm-hmm. my mom 51 years old, she ain't been moving down. But again, keep this into account. <laughs> like I said, you got to trust that person's yeah. sense of judgment yeah. because men will have you out here trying to change things about you. Mm-hmm. That like yeah. don't necessarily don't need to, to be changed. changed. Exactly. Yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I agree because if it was and the person before him, I would have been like, "You just tripping because you want shit." Mm-hmm. But he literally was like, you know, like Sally said, I could trust his judgment. No, it wasn't him being like an asshole. Mm-hmm. It was him being like, "No, this is something I noticed mm-hmm. in you that should probably, you know, yeah, <laughs> um, noticing you that you know." It's not really of you. It'd be the same thing if I sat down with my girlfriends and was like, yo, I had this conversation with Maya. Maya always gets brought up on this damn podcast. <laughs> but I had a realization with Maya about the men that, like, she picks and that it comes within her own character of, like, you know, who Maya is. Like, you know Maya, Sally. Like, she's a very giving person to the point where it gets taken advantage of almost every single time. And I was like, Maya, that's you. That's you almost giving too much up front because that's mm-hmm. natural for you. I said, but you kind of got to reel it in if you're going to look for somebody that's about you and can carry his own. Because she always, and I'm going to be real, she always gets the bum niggas every time. And it's time. easy for a woman to be like, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore and put this guard up. I'm not yeah. giving anymore. I'm not going to care. And it's like, that's not the case. It's be not. you, but to the right person. Yeah, yes. I agree. And that's or what I told subconsciously her. looking for a project. Yeah. Like, that's, yes. something, that's yes. something I had to like, Stop doing, yeah. Settle within myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to an extent, you want a nigga that you can work on mm-hmm. and be like, oh, yeah, I built that. Like, yeah. and that's an ego thing. So it's yeah. like, that's not cool. Don't yeah. do that. Trying you know to I mean? build a nigga is 
This no, same saying, this same building, no, nigga. No, no, it's no. Nope. I, I always suggest. say I don't got the energy for that. Yeah, I, just I don't. Lot. Yeah, there like there are things that I am willing to be patient on and help yeah. you work through and work past and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But there's certain things you come in with that trash. That's cool. Yeah. The yeah. next girl can have that because yeah. I don't. I don't. All right, so I got to pause right here because <laughs> it's. Too many spinoffs from these conversations that <laughs> I gotta get through. All right, <laughs> so here's. A- <laughs> All right, so the you next topic is still right. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy says, "Here are some mistakes women make when dating. The first one is telling him all your business." Um, in the beginning, it's chess, not checkers. You are an opponent. You are an opponent, not teammates. Telling all your private business to a stranger, you're no longer a mystery, and it looks like you harboring pain and trauma that hasn't been dealt with. The second one says, telling him he's the only guy you're talking to. Most guys ask this because they want you to commit before they do, and once you say yes, that's when they think they got you. This is usually followed by inconsistencies because now they got you wrapped around their finger. I hate how I talk about this. I really don't want to read all this shit, but whatever. Number three, telling him what you're looking for in a man. This is a big one simply because telling him what you're looking for is never a good idea. A man usually takes the script you read him and knows what role to play. His focus should just be being the best version of himself. Four, being too honest. I'm not a fan of lying, but sometimes you got to learn to let his mind wander. And five, not holding him accountable. Real men don't equal, a uh, real man doesn't equal a perfect man. If you allow him, he didn't make this right. If you allow him to make excuses, treat you less than what you deserve. Don't be surprised when he treats you like an option instead of respecting you. That is it. <clears throat> There's a lot of truth in that. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I don't. I just think it's a shame that nowadays it has to be a game. It's like a game. Yeah. yeah it's like that's game. not that's not what it should be, and it just sucks because literally everything is a game mm-hmm. in learning how to master that game. Mm-hmm. But I'm, you know what? If you don't look at it from that perspective and you look at it like take it more into account of how to like guard your heart, the Bible literally tells you to guard guard your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God God instructed that. Yeah. If you take that those things that you know into account when you're dating, it becomes less like it becomes less of a, this is me playing a game, yeah, and more so of this is just me guarding my heart because we know that men can do like we know how men can be, but you know what? Same way that we know how men can be, men know how women can be too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we got our little games that we do too, you mm-hmm. things that we do, mm-hmm. you know. So there are some things in there that I like heavily agree with. Like I never tell a man what exactly it is I want out of a man from the like in the very beginning. Mm. I say what my expectations are, yeah. But I never say everything that I want out of a man. Like this is my dream guy because I learned men men will play that role until yeah. they get what they want. Mm-hmm. And then also the biggest one I think was oversharing. I used yeah. to trauma bond with people. Like when I was younger, yeah. like the way I grew close with folks was through them sharing their their trauma with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first guy I ever caught feelings for, I think I was like 20 years old. So like that was only like a few years ago or 19 or something like that. He, um, the reason why I caught feelings for him so fast was because from the very beginning, he was very vulnerable mm-hmm. about all of these things from his past. Ugh. You feel me? Ugh. And I learned that that was the way that he brought women in. Like, yeah. you feel me? It was his That's game. Deep. He realized that women, women like saw that vulnerability yeah. and they like 
grew attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I project, let exactly. me love you. Yes, let me love you. <laughs> and I shared things with him about my past that he didn't deserve to know about me. Right. And, yeah. and before you know it, like I found out all this stuff after we ended. I was like, whoa, this man was a demon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, was, he was. But it taught me, like, moving forward with different men. Like, I learned some men do that. Like, that's mm-hmm. literally how they connect. They yeah. don't know how they don't know how to have a real conversation with you. They don't know how to really like build a real mm-hmm. relationship with you. So the way that they draw you in emotionally mm-hmm. is by like telling you things about their past, things that are deep, traumatizing that you're like, he probably has never shared this with nobody else. But the truth is he shares that with every woman he wants to get right. close to him. Yeah. You feel me? That's I've learned crazy. that that's a game too. You know, I had a friend so. tell me straight up that he there was this girl that was chasing him like crazy and he one of the initial things that he said that the reason he would never, ever try with her is she told way too much about herself mm-hmm. without anybody even asking. She was sitting in like a mutual training room for their job, mm-hmm. laying down her past secrets, issues with her baby dad, issues with her kid, like issues with her friends. And he was like, there is no way in hell. He was like, I wasn't attracted to her period. But on mm-hmm. top of that, you just told me way too, too much, much mm-hmm. without me even asking to the point where I'm like literally disgusted by you. My only struggle with that is, is that I've been in a space where apparently I overshare, but then at the same time, I don't tell enough. Mm. Like, I I have a tendency to deflect. Like, when mm. it, the conversation comes back around to me, I'm like, why are we talking about this? Right. <laughs> like, <Yeah. that's> <laughs> we, we don't have to talk about We're talking mm-hmm. about Darielle. You know what I'm talking So that's my thing is that I think I, I have to find a balance with that because for whatever reason, I meet people just in general who want to tell me their life story maybe it's because Mm -hmm. i'm more of a listener than i am a talker but it's just like i know your whole life story and you don't know nothing about nothing about me but you know what (laughs) and and i don't think that's why like i'm not like so quick to like just shut somebody down yeah because i've had a lot of people around my life and it's because i'm good at listening and i don't think there's anything wrong with that there's some men who are like literally like the reason why I feel comfortable is because you feel you made me feel comfortable yeah. to share this with me. And I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong with that. But I think you should always tread with caution when you're sharing about yourself. So I don't think there's anything wrong either with yeah. like but it's finding a balance too. Because one thing I've learned to do is to see how good of a listener that man is to himself. How interested are in my life are you? Right. Because if a man don't ask me a question about my life, I won't tell him. Yeah. yeah I won't. I'm the same way. You that that tells me enough about you though. You feel me? Like yeah. Y'all hear her? I'm about to yell in the mic. Like, okay. can y'all hear this? Like, how we how we been on a date for three hours? And you don't know nothing about me, right. but I can tell you about how you moved all the way to Ohio, about your five your five brothers and sisters. Yeah. I can tell you all this stuff about yourself, but you can't tell me nothing about me. See, I'm a good listener, and I need to do what you said, like and be. You want to be my relationship coach? No, right? sis. <laughs> <laughs> See, I said no. <laughs> I'm not good at, like you said, I'm not good at, if they don't ask, I'm not telling. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not a personal thing. I'm just naturally reserved. I get bullied Mm -hmm. at work because they don't know my personal life. Yeah. I've been there for almost two years. That's work. They don't know my personal life. I know. And people go to work and they make friends and they go out to eat and they do this. And I'm like, I'm cool. And I love these girls though. my coworkers call me outside of work. But I love these girls, but I'm not the one to spill out my business. I'm just not. They're like, she's being private. She's being reserved. I gotta know you're trustworthy. Yeah, I don't. If I'm not doing this with girls I've known for almost two years and I genuinely love them, Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting down on a first date telling you my life story. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a few, you know, it's going to take some time. Or you get to know, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's not even time. All right, so question Do you guys think you can fall in love with someone's potential? What was that for? Hell yeah. Speak up. Yeah. 
you de- people fall in love with potential all, all the, time. the time. But is it the right decision? No. 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 My pastor, he always says something like, you you preach to the potential, but you minister to the reality mm. or something like that. Something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, is um, I think it goes back to what you guys were saying about how the men you were dealing with were able to call something out in you. Like, that's not you. You know what I mean? Like I can see Darielle's potential all day long and speak mm-hmm. to that potential. But if you don't pull that out of yourself mm-hmm. and grow to that higher level, what are you doing? I can't do nothing about that. You know what I mean? So I can mm-hmm. see something in a man all day, but if he doesn't have the drive and the motivation to get there on his own, sorry mm-hmm. to this man, we're going to be stuck right here. Period. And I'm going to still be preaching to that potential. Period. Like, trigger. Nah. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't you with the Period. And you got to like, you got to differentiate like what is real potential versus like what is just false dreams. You feel me? Like you have a person who's very passionate about something, but they haven't made a move on it at all. You feel me? Like, for example, like if I was just talking career wise, you feel me? Like you're dating a guy and he's currently um, living at home with his family or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between the man that's living at home with his family, not going to school, not taking no courses, not doing anything to really get himself out of that situation versus a man who's actually trying Trying, for it. You feel me? Like that to me is real potential. I can fall for what I'm seeing being put into like action. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Versus me like falling for something that you just talking about. You're just selling me false dreams. That's all you're doing. You Mm -hmm. feel me? And I think a lot of women do that, especially when men are selling them like false dreams as far as what a, like what a relationship would look like with them. Mm -hmm. Cause I've had men tell me about the things that they've done for other women in the past. Mm -hmm. I've had men tell me about like the type of man that they are when they're in a relationship with a woman and it all sounds great. Yeah. But are they doing any of those same things for me? Right. Right. You feel me? Those are two different things. Small indication. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they would do those things for mm-hmm. me, you too. Like, because that's also selling. That's also false potential. Yeah. Women fall for that type of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You be listening to him talk about, oh, like, how great of a partner he was mm-hmm. or how he mm-hmm. wants to treat a woman. That is false potential. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm like, saying. If it's not put into play, then what do I have to it is go nothing. off of? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think there's space for the in-between. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think you can see if you pay close enough attention mm-hmm. to when somebody is kind of just in that in-between space in their life mm-hmm. where they're working towards something. They mm-hmm. may not actually be there yet, but they're getting there. Yeah. Like, in my last relationship, when I met my ex, we both were living with our parents. Mm-hmm. There were some things going on with him, and he told me, like, I'm going to get this together. Like, mm-hmm. we had a conversation, and he was like, I'm going to get it together. Mm-hmm. And sure enough... He got it together. And in that in-between space, I was a help to him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'll take, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll help you with this and that. But he got it together and we were yeah. good. So I think there's space to be held for that in-between. Yeah. And I can do that. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? I can do that. Because that means you're actually working, working towards, towards it. Yeah, right. And you have fun. a mindset. That's right. what matters to me. But then there are people who will do some, do the right thing sometimes or work towards it sometimes, but not all the time. And that's selling me a false dream. Yeah. If you... If you are not this person consistently, that's just not who you are. You feel mm-hmm. me? Okay, so I I like certain things that may, to your average man, come off as like, you know, high maintenance or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are some men, like, it's just not in their nature to do those certain things. You mm-hmm. feel me? But they're willing to do it because they value me enough and they want the relationship. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, okay, these are the right. little things that are going to make you happy. I'm going to do that. Right. You feel me? Um, versus a man who's just doing it enough 
to keep me satisfied for the moment. Mm-hmm. That's you took the words out of my mouth. I said you'll have people yeah. that'll do just enough to shut you up, mm-hmm. yeah. just enough keep to shut you, you up, mm-hmm. keep you at bay, right? And then it's just a cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So your most consistent ba- behavior is who you are as a person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It tells me all I need to know. Yeah, you just showing me. Show me your ass. Get the fuck out. Y'all gonna see I'm not the only singing one. Sally be, you know, she be she be backing me up. Oh, we could be in my house all seeing some shit. She right there with I'm so weak. All right, so there's another another video that I wanna play. become a boss mm-hmm. because because with me the way I look at it I might get up and leave every moment mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I don't want you to be so dependent on me to where you can't go out and get it tomorrow mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I'm gonna put you in positions to where if I left tonight you're gonna be alright you put some bread in your pocket mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you wanna ride clean go ahead get you a car mm-hmm. you want a crib go ahead buy you a crib it's your money mm-hmm. it's your man you know what I'm saying um, you know, you might have got it on your own, or I might have assisted you with it, but it's your money. I ain't finna leave you high and dry. That's just, you know, that's just the way I look yeah, at it. But you do know that you're always gonna leave. Do I know that I'm always gonna leave? No, I'm not. I don't know that I'm always gonna leave, but in the event that I do, mm. you know, because, you know, ain't nothing promised. Nothing. You can't do nothing but. People got offended by that, too. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Yeah. About, they were like, oh, so you already planning to leave? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear none of that. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to like what did you hear and what did I say? Right. Because <laughs> I think it's just basically like being a female, just you gotta have your own. It's not that you think something's gonna go bad, but mm-hmm. just have a backup plan. Yes. Like I mm-hmm. lived through that and I would never yeah. ever not have my own. Yeah, like, don't be so dependent on someone that you can't sustain. Exactly, if anything can happen. Where to change? Yeah. And he could have, he couldn't have met. He probably didn't mean like, oh, I'm gonna get up and walk out the door and leave you. Like mm-hmm. the nigga could die. Anything can happen. Anything can happen where he's not here anymore. And then what you got? Like, yeah. But I like the fact that his mindset is like, as a man, I want to put you in a position. I'm gonna put you, you in position. Yes. You can do that for yourself. You mm-hmm. feel me? I love that. I love to it. me, that's a false right there. Well, I've okay. always been a strong believer too of like bring to the table what you're expecting also like you can't just walk in and have mm-hmm. nothing and be like but he's gonna take care of me you know what i mean like mm-hmm. daryl said have that backup plan mm-hmm. and be secure in that backup plan knowing that like you got you regardless mm-hmm. and that's not some people take that wrong and be like like on the reverse end okay she's taking care of herself but he takes care of everything why is mm-hmm. she reserving this money and all this stuff if she trusts blah 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 like you said, that that man could die. Mm-hmm. That man could die young enough to the point where he doesn't even have a will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like ma- having security within yourself is huge. Mm-hmm. Like because you know you always got you, mm-hmm. and then allowing another person to come into that and make that, like he said, you know, add on to that. Whether you got it yourself or I helped you, mm-hmm. however you got it, add on to that, and y'all mm-hmm. can y'all can prosper. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like you mm-hmm. said, it's important, especially as a woman, that we just have our own, so we never have to depend on a man for anything. 
But I do love when a man comes into your life and is like, I want to help elevate you. Like, Hello? he was just invested Hello. in what you're doing mm-hmm. as you are and what he's doing. Because I had my very first boyfriend, he saw what I was doing with the makeup thing when I first started. Mm-hmm. When I say this man was like, here's some money. I'm about to give this to you so you can start a lash line. Like, And he's like, I don't want no parts of it. You don't got to put my name mm-hmm. on it or anything. I don't expect. But I just want you to do. Like, it was. I love when men are like as equally invested in you growing financially, you mm. feel me, and physically as like, <laughs> I like, you feel me? Like, no, seriously, like, I love men who are into stocks, who know how to like, mm. like, give me some direction as to how to handle my fa- my finances and stuff like that. Mm. Like, I love that. You feel me? Like, if you got something to teach me, right. you feel me? So when a man comes into your life and is like, I'm trying to help you boss up. Shit, I'm right there with it. That's so sexy to me. That is so sexy to me. Like, I feel like a lot of, and I'm not trying to down men or whatever at all, at all. But um, a lot of them don't have that mentality until, like, they're ready to, like, marry you. Or a lot of them are looking for that out of you, you know what I'm saying, in order to prove to them that you're worthy of marrying. As opposed to, like, coming to your life and wanting to add value sometimes. There's some men who are, like, completely all about that. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to add value to your life. So even if I walk away, like, or this don't last or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like, like, here's a a seed I planted. I hope it grows. You feel me? So, you know. That's dope. I love that. I can fuck with it. You feel me? Okay, so here's a little conversation that I saw on Instagram. <laughs> All right, so the nigga is like, you know, uh, you can't send me $20 for the gas tank. And the girl said, nah, you're not my nigga. He says, a real bitch would have sent it to me and said, come here, boy. You missing it. Or 15, shit, 10. <laughs> she said, nah, I'm missing it for real. You, uh, you begging a bitch for money. You don't got it. He said, you want to see it? I got a Rolex. Get out of my face. <laughs> so she said, I ain't ever have a nigga beg me for money. Some what kind money. of shit is this? He said, uh, let's meet in the middle. Not give me not give me $20 teamwork. I need nothing from you. She said, it's giving, uh, it's giving broke. I don't know what these motherfucking people are saying. Literally. Anyway, <laughs> basically they went back and forth and he like shit, meet me in the middle, at least give me $10, you know, 15 to come see you type shit. You and she like, nah, you not my nigga. My nigga. Mm-hmm. Your I priorities would block his number. Definitely. I feel like yeah. that goes back to what we were saying, like that boundary. Like she put it out there right then and there. You're not my nigga, so I'm not sending you money. Like, that's and on it. top of that, like... Go hit somebody else. Why... Why are you asking me for money after the fact? You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, I did this favor for you, so now I need some money. Yeah, I don't like that. If Whether he was trying to test her and see who she was mm-hmm. or what she would do, I don't like that. That is some broke boy shit, and I, I would have blocked him. Bitch, don't <laughs> ask me to give you $20 to come see me. Period. And if you want to come see me, pull, pull up. up. You ain't got no whip, baby, bitch. And if so you don't got the gas money, don't tell me that. Find it from somewhere else. Period. Don't ask me. Okay, like ask your homeboy. Hey, I'm trying to see. How you even got money for some gas in your car? But you got a Rolex. Because you lying. If I give you twenty dollars to come see me. This I was pussy praying. ain't gonna work right. I'm just <laughs> saying. Nah, it ain't. Nah. It ain't. Like, it ain't. Oh I just gave God. you twenty dollars. Like, what? <laughs> like, I can't respect. She can't respect you. Like, nah. Like, we not even I'm in sorry. a relationship. Like, like. <laughs> I don't know you in no type of, like if we was in a relationship and something happened and you down Who bad, maybe I got you. Maybe mm. I got you. Yeah. You down bad. 
That's a relationship. She said that ain't you even her nigga. Me? That's a relationship. You <laughs> not my like to come see me. First of all, I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you no money to come see me. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't not need to see you that bad. I don't need to see you that bad. I'm just not. Right. Be like, I'll catch me when you got gas money. Yeah. I'll talk to you when you got enough. No, money don't even catch me then, bro. Matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact. Fuck all that but shit. But then gonna say you got Bye. a Rolex. Right. And that's why to me it sounds like one of them right. test niggas be trying to put you through to see what you exactly. gonna say and how you gonna do it. Not even that though, like but that. I hate when niggas false flex. Like, okay, if you got a, why are you throwing back at me that you have a Rolex? Okay, then take $20 out of that $20,000 and get the fuck on. Right. Okay, period. Like, sell, sell your Rolex then, I bitch. was weak because, I don't know what she starts saying, but he gonna say, you broke, you can't even meet me in the middle with $5. She Baby, said, I oh, she so said, he went from 20 to 15 to 10 to, to, five. to 5. Now you you press. You need Super the money. Press. You And you're trying to insult me on top of that. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I would have blocked you. I would have blocked him. Get the fuck out. Ignorant. <laughs> All right. So moving on to some Twitter stuff. This girl says, a guy ordering a dessert on a date is a red flag for me. That's a female thing to do for real. Niggas can't eat dessert. I'm confused. She said, if a guy is on a date with a woman, the woman should be the only one asking for appetizers and desserts. Men eat meals. Like, seriously, you can't just taste some of whatever I ordered. She, an she said, I would rather a nigga order two meals than to order an appetizer before his meal. If you that damn hungry, you looking sassy or his finished dinner. Oh, okay. But you know what? As much shit as we talk about men, I feel for them because okay. that's what y'all up against in 2020. You can't order dessert, my nigga. That's why I be so mad when niggas take advantage of a good female like me. <laughs> because I be like, do you see this trash out here? Like, like are you kidding me? You had the nerve to play me, <laughs> nigga. You played yourself. Shut up. <laughs> fuck, fuck wrong with Nick. I'm so weak. Uh, yeah, she's 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 fried. Ain't shit to say about that, but the bitch tripping. Stay the fuck home yeah. and buy your own shit. Okay. I was like, oh no, this is too much. You know how people just be trolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your Twitter bio be saying. <clears throat> I do love to troll. <laughs> if I say some shit like that, you know I'm yeah, just trying to Yeah, you just trying right. to be funny. <laughs> You're bored. Not you looking real sassy. Right. Like <laughs> you looking real sassy eating that dessert. Damn, <laughs> niggas can't even have ice cream right, no more. Right. I can't. Damn, <laughs> that's crazy. That's funny. Isn't it? All right, so here's the last thing I have on the outline. If y'all want to add anything when I finish, that's fine. But um, this is a video from Lisa Ray who said the Kardashians changed the way bodies are viewed.
Okay, auntie. Okay, <laughs> I'm so weak. I feel like this goes back to the. Uh, I wouldn't even say the Kardashians have paved the role because it's hella people yeah. in, in the mm-hmm. industry that mm-hmm. have. But I think this goes back to the bullshit beauty standard that's set anyway. Um, and I think it's them, Kardashians, who else, trying to live up to that standard. But it's not them necessarily. I don't agree that they just, they the ones that change their body and everybody and their mama was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a, it's unfortunately part of their job to an extent to look a certain way and hold up a certain standard that they've even put in their own mind because somebody says, if you don't look like this, you're not beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's the bullshit beauty standard. And something we got to take into account is that the beauty standard always changes. You yeah. used to have the pinup curvy girl, and then you had the extremely skinny supermodel girl. That was a trend. Mm-hmm. People were trying to go after that. And so right now the trend is just like the super thick, like, you know, curvy girl. And whether or not the the Kardashians existed or not, there's always going to be the Instagram baddie, Instagram honey influencing people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As, far as, as far as what body goals is. I think social media has made us see just how perverse and how like deeply like rooted these um, body issues are for a lot of women. You feel me? I think it's only exposed it. But I don't think they're the ones to blame for this current trend. I don't think so either. It would have taken place anyways without them. Yeah. I don't know. She did make some valid points. I don't agree that it's the Kardashians' fault. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure they weren't the first to do it. But, I mean, there are a lot of issues with women not loving themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm... You know, sometimes I get down on myself, too. You know, Mm -hmm. I got saggy titties. I got stretch marks. (laughs) You know, so, you know, I mean, I I feel her. That's just part of being a woman. That's what I said. I think that comes with, like, the woman standard is literally, like, we are so hard on ourselves. And Mm -hmm. it's always the next woman to look into the next woman of, why don't, like you said, why don't my boobs sit like that? Why isn't my waist smaller? Why isn't my ass fatter? You know what I mean? That's just because some guy or some lady said, Mm -hmm. because that's what looks good. That's for a lot of us as women, like our bodies change drastically. It's not like men Mm -hmm. who like gradually their bodies have to change. Mm -hmm. Like for us, we go through like puberty. We have boobs all of a sudden. We have hips all of a sudden. For some of us, we lose weight like out of nowhere. Pregnancy especially is like the biggest one. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like once you have kids, your body never go back to the same. I got bullied at 12 years old for my hips and my boobs. And they were just making fun of me. And that's where it starts though. At that young age of like, why do you Mm -hmm. look like that? So I was insecure about my hips for at least 10 years because yeah. it was, why do you look like that? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't That's how I felt about my lips because when I was in middle school, I went to like a basically all white school mm. with a handful of black people. And, you know, I have nice, thick, full lips. <laughs> you look good. And they used to <laughs> talk about them and say I had DSL. Oh, my God. But you trying to find out? <laughs> shut up. Girl. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I used to hate. I used to hate my lips. I used to hate my hair. Mm-hmm. Everything. Because some dumb fuck made a comment, yeah. not realizing that we beautiful beats. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so did anyone else have anything to add? Any topics? You know, anything? I was listening to something, um, another podcast, and this woman was talking about how she's learning to really take time to love on her body like when she Mm -hmm. gets out the shower instead of covering up and putting on a towel so quick to really take in her full figureness Mm -hmm. and give reverence to her body and I was like you know what I think that that's something I'm going to try because like y'all I have things I hate my boobs like I hate my stomach I hate a lot of different things about Mm -hmm. my body like places where I have different scars like I hate all of that and it was like you know what 
learn to love yourself yeah. just as you mm-hmm. are and however you may change. Like, if you want to be healthy and you want to get in shape, get in shape for you. Don't yeah, right. do it because society says it's the thing to be. You know what I mean? If you want to gain weight, gain, it, gain weight. If you want to lose it, lose mm-hmm. it. Like, love your saggy, saggy titties if you feel like it's saggy. No. You know what I mean? Like, nothing. Because at the end of the day, you got to live the longest with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ooh. So... Not yeah. a man. No, you know what I mean? Like, you have to you be with you, with you the longest period of time. So, I, it was something I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to start. That's real. To start doing that. I feel I, like a lot of time too, men don't care. It's women being don't. insecure and other women like yeah, picking on you. Men aren't as picky about our bodies mm. as we are. Um, but you know, one thing that works for me. Wait. I love to be naked. <laughs> and I really do. So just like she said, it really does help. Like yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like staring at your naked body and like appreciating it. Instead of like picking all the things that are wrong about it. I say all the things that are right about my body. And I'll be telling you, I've been going through periods where I feel so sexy. And I'm yeah. just like, can't nobody tell me shit. Mm. When I have moments where I start to feel down on my body, I realize mm-hmm. it's because I'm like nitpicking at little things. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? And you have to stop. Like you mm-hmm. literally have to be intentional. I will literally get up out the shower, moisturize myself, put my baby oil on, <laughs> and go to my full length mirror and be like, God damn. Like, <laughs> I don't even, even want to put my panties on. I look so good. I you don't even realize how much it affects Helps, yeah, your yeah, mindset. Yeah. So when you start putting on clothes and shit, you just like, damn, I look good. All I did like, was yeah. enhance that shit. And it's only because you've been talking to yourself. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? It's because you're talking to yourself. Your mind is powerful. Like, men really, like, men really don't care. They don't give a fuck. No, they don't. Like, if they like you, they like you. you feel mm-hmm. me? They, of course, have their preferences. But don't we, when it comes to the opposite yeah, sex? Yeah. You feel me? But when you think about it, when you get to like Like, we be thinking about all these things that we don't like about ourselves that mm-hmm. a man will see wrong. Yeah. You feel me? When you look at it, when you get down to it, like, it's the same way, like, we look at men. Like, there's things that we would honestly prefer, but because we like them so mm-hmm. much, it's not, it doesn't yeah. bother us. Right. You know? yeah. We're just like, ooh, that body. Confidence is truly, like, a sexy quality. It like, is. when you're confident in yourself mm-hmm. and you love yourself, that's only going to attract a man more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And attract a woman more. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, a man may not feel like he the best looking thing, but when he we say it all the time, like they have a certain confidence, and you be like, damn, like, yeah, honey. can yeah. I go? Yeah. Can I go? <laughs> you got an extra seat. How many <laughs> times? How many times have y'all seen men say when a woman just like knows she got it, yeah, like they love it. the room, they're attracted to your like your level of sensuality, yeah, yeah. to yourself, how comfortable you are with yourself, you feel yeah. me? And let me tell you something. Wait, that made the sex better. It, it do. It do. Mm-hmm. When you feel good about yourself, it mm-hmm. really do. Since you like, like you want to see this ass? Me I too. Know you do. <laughs> me too. I know you Turn the camera on, matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it too. Fuck. <laughs> it's so real. So, I like that. You got to live with yourself the longest. Okay, Brandy. Heard you. A word. A word. <laughs> Well, this was a really dope conversation. Mm-hmm. Sally, thank you for joining us. You were amazing. Welcome, so I typically don't do these for free, but um, <laughs> I figured I might as well do this feature for my girls. So <laughs> next time it will come with a fee. Okay, okay deposit. Don't worry, I'll just get some wine. That she, she'll be all right. All right, so give us your social media one more time. So once more, you can find me on IG at Simply Sally. And yes, y'all, I do look better than I sound. Um, <laughs> uh, or you can find me on Twitter. Um, but please don't come there if you're easily like offended. So yeah, tell them about the makeup page. Oh, and I am a makeup artist. Super.
super talented, you can find me at Makeup by Sally K, and that is S A L I. S A L I, guys. Every time you spell out Sally, S A L I, Sally K. So Makeup by Sally K. That's the sister version. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, we will catch you in a week or two. Bye. Bye. Bye.